Hey friends, welcome back to another edition of the Wake Up Call. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It is Tuesday morning. It is the 24th of July. Dude, I say this all the time. I think one thing that that, uh, this business, this industry has forced me to recognize is how quickly weeks and months go by. Because, you know, this business is really week to week. You start your business all over at the beginning of a new week. But it's amazing when you're when you're busy, it just flies by. Or when you're not busy, or if you're kind of putting things off, how quickly time gets in front of you and you get behind because it it's going so fast. It's, it's nuts. Man, simple lesson. Take advantage of all the minutes in this day because um, you're going to blink and they're going to be gone. Be intentional, be engaged. You know, don't waste time on dumb stuff. You know, take the time to play with your kids, work out, read a good book, have a really good chocolate chip cookie. Uh, You know, go on a date with your spouse. Make your dials, go protect families, make some money. Because, man, the time is flying by. So anyway, um, I want to talk to you today quickly. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Because this conversation could could quickly um, pivot off into a conversation about closing, um, closing sales in the home. And I don't want to do that today. Um, one, because we have a mountain of closing data already on uh, agent training. I, I, I would point you to the master closer audio that uh, John Griffin does in the uh, five steps. I think that's probably one of the best on closing. I think John is certainly the authority, um, and there's lots of other, lots of other audios on that. So I don't want it to, to diverge off into that today, but I do want to kind of talk to you about understanding the sales environment you're in, which is a quick conversation about one sit closes. Um, in the world of sales, there are kind of two poles, you know, two opposites. One is once it closes, which is what we do. And then there are, on the, all, on the far other end, are sales with gigantically long sales processes so, or sales cycles. So in other words, the time from initial contact to deal is really long. That's normally because um, people who have longer sales cycles for what they sell they're generally selling much more complex products or services, and they generally are much higher ticket. You know, so somebody who is selling, um, you know, private charter jets, for example, um, that's actually a job. Um, I, I, I've seen those posted <laughs> posted for the agency. So um, if you're selling private charter jet services, that is going to be a longer sales cycle than someone spending $40 a month on final expense insurance, okay? So in our business, we have a very, very short sales cycle because we're doing a one-sit close. And often if, you, you know, if you're out online and you're looking at the different descriptions of the sales cycle and different positions, you'll notice that because it's, it's there. Good morning. Um, so in ours, it's you'll see commonly and hear people commonly say it's a one sit close. What does that mean? It means you have one shot. 
generally speaking, you have one shot to get the deal done. And we're going to talk about why that is here in just a second, but it's a reality that you have to understand. A lot of new people um, struggle early on, and, and by the way, it's all of us, <laughs> it's every single one of us, um, struggle early on because they will have people tell them, yeah, this is great, we really want to do it, but we're just going to think it over for a couple of days. No, this is, this is awesome, you were great. We're going to look at our numbers and we'll get back to you. Things like that. Now, if we were in a long sales cycle kind of business, those responses would make sense. We would expect them and we would work them accordingly. But we're not in a long sales cycle business. We're in a short sales cycle business. We're in a business where we're in a home on average between an hour and an hour and 30 minutes if we take an application. So this is, this is super short. And we're also not talking about a lot of money. Granted, everybody's budget is different and we honor that. But at the same time, we are still not talking about, uh, unless you're doing some ginormous IUL or something, we're not doing thousands of dollars a month. I'm on a really noisy road right now. I'm about to get off of it, so hang with me. Um, it's like every monster truck and Jeep has driven by me so far. Like, really? We live in like the most <laughs> white-collar suburban neighborhood ever. But we need giant trucks, apparently. You know, the urban jungle of Katy. Right. Um, so... So it's, it's a short sales cycle because we're not talking about a whole ton of money. So again, new people will often drive away from a sit and they'll think, well, you know, they're going to think about it and they'll, they'll go home and kind of put that on the board as a deal that's pending. But then they, they slam into a really ugly reality. They try to follow up with the client and they either try to call back or go back out to do that second sit. And what they discover is the person comes back with something that'll sound almost exactly like this. Yeah, hey, you know, we did a little bit more research. Or we talked to somebody who's not in insurance, but they talked to them. We talked to them, and we're just, we're going to hold off right now. And they'll either give you the reason why financially they can't do it, or they'll tell you they're going with another option. But the other option is something when you ask them, they can never tell you what it is because there really isn't another option. It's very simple. They lied to you, and they closed you on the idea that um, they were going to wait it out so that you would get out of the house because they wanted it over because they're not going to buy from you. Now, this is true. When this happens, eh, I would say about 98 to 99% of the time, if you don't walk out of the house with an application, you're never going to get one from, that, from those folks. Now, are there, let's, let's caution this with, are there ever exceptions? Yes, there are sometimes exceptions, um, but they're normally, they look something like this. You will do the initial app, but you may need to come back because you may, um, you may need to get another signature. If, if maybe a carrier said, um, you know what, you, we need this form because of something that's going on with their underwriting. We need you to have them sign that. I remember doing a product with National Life Group a handful of months ago. The person had, um, had a couple of DUIs on their record, 
And so National Life Group said, hey, we've got an alcohol consumption kind of questionnaire. We need you to go out to the house and have them fill that out. I had to go back out to do that. I already had an application from before, but I had to go back out to get this done. There's sometimes examples of that, or if you truly book a meeting from a meeting where you have taken the mortgage protection application, but now you're gonna come back out to talk about the next tier of products, something like an IUL, a retirement, an annuity rollover, that kind of thing. But for a basic app, if you walk out and you don't have an app, and they gave you that we're gonna mull it over, think it over, look at our numbers, whatever else, understand about 99% of the time, they're telling you that to get rid of you, they're closing you, you did not close them, you did not give them enough value, you didn't show them what they needed for whatever reason, and that's okay, it's gonna happen to all of us, but they're not gonna buy. Now, I tell you this not to discourage you, I tell it to you so that you can have reasonable expectations. Because the way to keep yourself um, frustrated is to be thinking that you've got money coming from deals that you don't have in your hand yet. And so you, you kind of think, well, yep, I've got that commission that's coming for X amount of dollars as soon as they get back to me about finishing this deal. This is awesome. This rabbit is like running with me. He's like, hey, can I work out? Um, so that will, that will drive you nuts because you'll be thinking that you've got something coming to you when in reality you don't. You're only going to be disappointed later. And you'll be disappointed later when, you, when, when, you've, when you've let some time pass because you thought, okay, you know, I don't have to... I don't have to dial as much today. I got that deal coming in. If you didn't walk out with it in your hand, the good money is that you don't have it. I would also add this little thing that I just recently learned this lesson the hard way, um, so I can, I can speak to it pretty well, is that if you walk out of a house with an app, but there's a pay date for first premium that's greater than two weeks out, there's a good chance you don't have that deal either. Um, there's a good chance you soft sold that deal so that you could say, hey, no worries, you don't have to pay any money here. It's just got to be sometime within the next 30 days. And they pick like 29 days out. The space between you and the home and the time that first premium comes out, the longer it is, you're begging for them to send you an email or a text or a phone call and say, hey, we changed our mind. So, um, you know, and all of this revolves around expectations. And, and so number one, just understanding this is the business you're in. It is a one-sit-close business, and you've got to get it done when you're in the home. The good news is, is that you're not going to get it done every time in the home, but because it's such a short sales cycle, you can book some more appointments, get out there, and you will close some in the home. That's the best part about a short sales cycle. You know, you know what, if you're, if you're getting to Thursday or Friday of this week, and you're like, man, I got to put up some numbers, man. I, my first part of the week was rough. You can get some appointments on the books. You can go out and you can write some business. Because just while, just like there'll be people who are going to brush you off and not buy, there are going to be people who are ready. And if you keep going and seeing them, you know, you keep making appointments, you will find those people, you will write business, you write good business, and you'll get it done. Remember, it's not simply about how much APV that you submit. You know, um, it's about how much business you submit that actually pay places. So it gets approved by the carrier and paid. That pr the, the premium starts coming out. It's, it's on the books. That's what matters because that's how you get paid. 
You don't get paid just because you got an app in. You get paid on an app that is approved because you did good underwriting in the field and you know, it, they, they pay their first premium. Pay their first premium. It's a little early to get all that out without coffee. So um, I think it's helpful to understand this. And I think it's helpful to understand that it's, it's a good scenario because even if you go out on a Tuesday for it's tomorrow, I've got a day stacked full of appointments. And even if I went out tomorrow and bowled a big zero, it's okay because I know on Thursday when I have a ton more appointments, I know that, you know, because it's a one sit close, I got an opportunity to, to fix it quick. And you will if you just work the numbers. Some days the numbers owe you, some days you owe the numbers. Now I said I wouldn't get into a conversation about closing, but I wanna close this conversation by giving you a few tips for getting more yeses in the home. Number one, I would tell you to really get familiar with the best script. Um, the best script, that's a name of a particular script of our in-home presentation. There are only two versions of it. There is full mortgage or partial payoff, and then there's the critical period script. We have overview videos for both. We have the full PDFs for both scripts. This is something you need to practice and practice and practice. And it's better to practice on your cat, your spouse, your, your kids. We practice on our friends, not on our guests, as Miranda Martin says. So practice it and get really, really super comfortable with it. Because the more it just kind of rolls off your tongue, um, the more comfortable and at ease you're gonna be. And the more comfortable and at ease you are, the more people are gonna do business with you. So one, I would just tell you to get familiar with the in-home presentation. Practice it, practice it, practice it, practice it. Um, second part of how to get more is, is yes, is, is to break down each phase of the script and use some of the training audio that we have that's been designed to help you in each one of those sections. Morning. So, you know, you wanna look at things like the rapport building stage. Um, I, I tell you, I think that starts actually on the phone. Um, and I find that, you know, when people like you, um, when people are laughing with you, you are well past halfway to getting to the deal. So learn to build some rapport, learn to have some fun, learn to be yourself, learn to be a person for others in that rapport building stage. You're gonna do a lot better when it comes down to doing business. Um, so break down the phases, break down the phase of, of, of the sort of interrogation, which it's not, that sounds way too serious, but when you're verifying the client information and you're finding out what the real why is and what it is that they need and, and, and what they're concerned with. So you can lean on those buttons. Work on getting in front of objections before they even come up. John Griffin is the master of this. It's, it's asking them when you're in client qualification, hey, you guys filled out this card a few months back. You know, how long have you guys been thinking about doing this? Why are we doing this today? What, what's on your mind? And because you're getting in front of the I need to think about it objection. You get in front of the think about it objection when you say, the only time people tell that to me, it's because the number's not right. So we're not gonna do that today because we're gonna find the right number. And then we're gonna get in an application and see if they approve you. Fair, great, boom, on you go. So get in front of objections before you get, before you even hear them. But I think what really settles this down is just your overall posture of confidence and, and you get confidence and you get more confidence as you get better simply by getting the reps in. There's no replacing that. There's no replacing going out in the field and realizing 
halfway through a set that the carrier you thought they qualified for, they didn't because they just disclosed a new medical issue to you. You got to wing it on the fly and figure out how you're going to do it. There's no replacing that. You know, these, these are all things you can't do in your home office. You do by going out there and experiencing it. So you got to get the reps in. We all want more confidence simply by sitting around thinking about, I want to be more confident. But the reality is you just simply have to go out there and do it. And if you will, you're going to be good to go. You will be good to go. The numbers will owe you eventually. But a big part of in the home and, and, and getting on the right end of once it closes is understanding that so much of it is to do with your confidence, how you knock on the door, how you walk in the door, how you sit down, and how you conduct business. When you are positioned as the expert, you're the person who knows what to do, and you're telling them exactly what you're going to do, well then, you're set. You know, most of the battle is won. But understand today, if you're going out into the field, you do, you have one shot. I remember before I came to Cemetery, many of you know I was in a, I was in a final expense focused IMO. Um, and I didn't sell one policy there. But I learned so much because there was one of my, uh, one of the upline leaders was a guy that had been in the business for, I guess, over two decades. He was a salty, crotchety, um, you know, battle-worn and tested final expense guy. So gruff. I mean, I don't think I ever saw him smile. I'm not sure that he ever laughed about anything. But he was super knowledgeable. And I remember going to my onboarding training with that IMO. We did it up in Dallas. It was three days. Fantastic way to do onboarding training, by the way, which is something we're going to start doing in our team. I'm totally borrowing that idea for new agents when we have enough new agents coming in and a refresher for older agents, but separate topic. Um, I remember sitting there and I remember him giving the one sit close speech. He's like, you got one shot to get in, in this home, get in there and get it done. Chances of you getting back in the door are very, very small. They are. And I remember sitting there like, dang, that's a lot of pressure. But then I realized as he kept going, that's actually an amazing opportunity. Because one, I'm going to know pretty quickly whether this is going down or not. And if it doesn't, dude, I've just got other appointments. Some will, some what, some won't. So what? Who's next? Right? <laughs> I mean, some will, some won't. So what? Who's next? And I, and, and I don't mean to make it sound so objective and like, you know, we don't care. Of course we care. The reason we care is, you know, we show we care by picking up the phone and setting the appointment and driving all over town to get there and walking in the door and giving a full presentation. Of course we care. But I care up to a degree when it comes to no's. You know, I, I care to a certain point because I know, look, you know, <laughs> some are going to say no. For any host of reasons, many of which are not even valid reasons, but they're going to. And I'm not going to change that. I'm going to get better every time I go out. I'm going to get better at figuring out what the problems are. But, dude, some people are just going to say no. So I'm not going to get real invested in that. Did I do my job? Did I call that lead? Yes. Did I set an appointment? Yes. Did I drive out? Yes. Did I knock the door? Yes. 
Did I sit down and give a full presentation? Yes, great, did my job. And a bunch of people are gonna say yes. And that's who I'm focused on. Because I got one shot in the home. Just clean up your expectations this morning. Clean them up, clean them up, clean them up. Know that if you don't have a deal in your hand, chances are you're not. I just, one of our, one of our most successful new agents right now, Marcy Benzen, um, just, just inked her first deal last night. So excited for her. And um, literally submitting it to the carrier today. Gonna get a commission here, hopefully by the end of the week. Um, here's the interesting thing about that. She went to another house last night that she had a one of those, hey, we're gonna get together with you next week to do the deal. She goes out and of course she got everything I said. We looked at our numbers, we talked to somebody, we're just gonna hold off for right now. She didn't get the deal. And she was mad because she had to learn this lesson the hard way, just like I did. And I'm trying to save you a little bit of that pain um, because she's like, man, these people told me that we were good. People will tell you a lot of things to get you out of the house. If they're not interested in buying, they don't understand the need. If you haven't, if you haven't created urgency, haven't identified the need with them, they're going to say just about anything to get you out of the house. By the way, same thing on the phone. They'll say just about anything to you to get you off the phone. No, oh, yeah, cool. We'll do seven o'clock. Got to go. No hard tie down. You show up. Knock, knock, knock. No shelf. Right? So those things are going to happen. But there's a lot of people who do want what you have. There are a lot of people who want to sit down with you. I just talked to a family yesterday. They are in their 70s. They literally have no insurance, none, like not even burial insurance. And they're like, Gary, we need to talk. They need me to come out there. And man, I need to help them. That's important. Like, that's no joke. Like, they, they're not just underinsured. They're, they're dramatically not insured. And we need to fix that. So there are a lot of people that want what you have, but there will also be a pocket of people who will say anything to get you out of the house, who will say anything to get you off the phone. So understand this, my friend. If you walk out of that house with a bunch of promises from them and no application, don't, don't go home and put that up on the board or think that you've got to win. Maybe every now and again you'll get one of those, but the majority you won't. Close strong, close certain, Get the deal, protect families, and you're going to do great. Have a good day.